Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, what, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well, I will find out and like the people, all the people who who are listening, um, you will find out too if you don't know. Let's get to work. So then, until Dave, he thought he was coming to my house just to watch the Super Bowl, but I hijacked him. So. Here he is. Let's get to work. Hello, Dave. Hi there, Gwen. Uh, so today I'm going to ask you some questions on your job, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. So just to start us off, what is your job? So I work in human resources, which means I kind of think of it as being a bit like um, running a marathon, if I can put it that way. So if, you, if you're going to run a marathon, you need to know what are the type of exercises that I want to do? What are the type of muscles I need to build? Mm-hmm. And I think being in human resources is a bit like that. So your job is about looking at an organisation and thinking about what are the types of people I need to develop, who are the types of people I need to hire, and what do I need mm-hmm. to build? So a bit like if you're running a marathon, if you just sit just doing bicep curls the whole time, that might make you really strong in the arms, but it won't necessarily make you effective at running a marathon. Mm-hmm. I think being in HR is a little bit like that. It's trying to find those roles that you need in your business that are going to be able to get you to do what the organisation needs to do. Yeah, it sounds quite... It's not too tricky as running a marathon and as it... (laughs) Oh, it's definitely not as tricky as actually running a marathon. At least. little game just to get us started off and basically it's all about a personality quiz so basically you have to answer on like agree or disagree or in the middle or closer to agree closer to disagree halfway between disagree and middle sort of thing so here we go so starting now regularly make new friends agree do you think agree okay i agree too i normally make friends a lot so do you spend a lot of free time exploring various random topics that uh you know come to you in your interest strongly agree the highest form of agree that i I can i just come over like topics and i go uh Seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry too. Agree. I would agree too. I just feel like often make a backup plan for a backup plan. I would strongly agree. Yeah, I always do that. I sort of think, so if this doesn't work, that won't work. And also if that doesn't work, this will work. And then that doesn't work. I'm exactly the same. (laughs) So you usually stay calm even under a lot of pressure. Strongly agree again. I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. 
I I'm in the middle. Honestly, I I'm not good with. <laughs> yeah, I think well, I think particularly in my job, right? So the type of things that I have to do, I quite often get some unusual situations that yeah. occur. And when that happens, you've really got to think about, mm-hmm. you know, how do I try and help this other person, typically? Mm-hmm. And that means you've got to be on the top of your game and staying calm. Yeah. So at social events, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to ones you already know. Strongly disagree. I'm very quickly meeting lots of new people. Uh, yeah, I normally... I normally go in and my mum has just started talking to this other person and I'm like, oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) So then you prefer to completely finish one project before starting another. No, disagree. No, I like to have lots of things happening. I always, oh, I start watching Netflix. No, I'm getting bored of this in the middle of the (laughs) programme. Next, for example, game, whatever, something like that. Always like that. Uh, so you're very sentimental. Disagree. Um, no, I don't think I'm sentimental. No. I care about things, but I'm not sure I'm sentimental about them. No. Neither. Do you like organising tools and schedulists? Absolutely. Strongly agree, off the charts. No. You don't like doing that? I, I do. I hate tidying up. Actually, I do like sort of like decorating things, but I don't like... I'm in the middle. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? So I don't like tidying my room fully. I just like. Oh, I don't think I can work unless I've got my room tidy. My room's a little bit messy. I get so distracted. I have to have it nice and tidy before I can work. So even a more small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think I don't like making mistakes, and I can ruminate on them, so I can yeah, sit and I think about them. Yeah, I hate making mistakes. I'm like, I'm going to die now I've made a mistake. I need to rub this out and start over. <laughs> I'm not sure I catastrophize quite to the same degree as you, but yeah, I don't like making mistakes. <laughs> but what does that test tell us about us? What does it mean? No idea. It just tells us our personality. Okay. This one will help, it will sort of end the quiz. So, what do you think your friends at work would call you, for example, like your personality, for example, like a funny friend, or like the funny person in like your group in a way, or the funny persevering, or like the persevering person? Hmm, that's a difficult question. I think they'd probably use a couple of words to describe me. So one would be diligent, so that means that I work very hard to try and get things done. I think they probably would use a word like funny or maybe cheeky. (laughs) What funny and cheeky things do you do? I don't try and take myself too seriously, really. I think it's important that you build friendships with people at work uh, as well. So you have to be professional, right? You have to be able to, you know, kind of maintain a degree of, of professionalism. But if work is only ever being super, super serious and professional, that's quite dull and boring. Now on to these test results. My, they're much worse than I thought. Ah. My son got a D- minus on his history test. Uh, so, I was wondering, 
if your work is like hard or something? What I think my job is hard, but it's a job I really enjoy. Yeah. And the, the reasons I enjoy it. So I, I talked before about kind of what, what my job is, and it's about looking at the health of an organisation and how mm-hmm. to make it better. But that involves lots of things. So I look at um, recruiting people. Mm-hmm. I help train people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to fire people, but luckily not very often. I don't think you hear what I'm saying. You're fired. No, I mean, that's what you're saying, but it's not what you mean. What you mean is... You're fired. It's a warning. What, what planet are you from? Don't You're fire done. me. Don't fire. I'm sorry, Seven. It's Christmas. Yeah, I see the decorations. Good luck in the new year. That's something that I don't have to do often. <laughs> and that's not something I enjoy at any level at all. But I really enjoy recruiting people. I enjoy training them. And I enjoy trying to help them be the best version of themselves that they can be. And that's why I think my job's great, to be honest. I think it's, yeah. it's really good fun. Funny, like, just from, like, the title of your job, it sounds hard straight away, in a way. It sounds confusing, but at the same time hard, in a way. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, companies, you know, employ lots of people. Yeah. That's what happens, right? And um, when you have lots of people, they have their own challenges, mm-hmm. their own problems, and their own opportunities. Yeah. And the role of human resources, I mentioned before, that kind of metaphor of running yeah. a marathon. You know, what we're about is trying to help the organisation yeah. run the best marathon it can, which means really looking after the people and trying to help them be the best that they can be. Yeah, I think that's a really good explanation in a way. So, well, did you always want to be like a form human resources director? I'll be honest, I didn't, right? So when I was growing up, I didn't really know what I wanted to be or what I wanted to do. I remember having a conversation with a friend where we were talking about if you want to be senior in a company, then you need to become a manager. And I was thinking about that and thought, well, what does a manager mean? What does it do? Well, it's all about people. And it's, how, again, how do you try and help people be the best they can be? And um, I then started gravitating towards human resources. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's all about helping lots of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, I guess, slightly naive, but that's yeah. why, I, why I was yeah. interested in it and why, yeah. why I pursued it. So I, I did a degree mm-hmm. in management with human resources. So okay. I learned all about it at university. And I was very lucky that I got a job with a great company, mm-hmm. um, which was an IT company that really helped me learn all about what being a good mm-hmm. human resources person yeah, and so is. Yeah, like the one who is halfway between knows it all and doesn't know at all what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I think that's and that's like fair. walking around, what should I do? Oh, I never had that, luckily. Instead um, of you going, I need to go on the computer and work this out. <laughs> oh, now I need to do this. But that's again a lot yeah. of what, a lot of what. Again, if the companies get things right and they're looking at human resources yeah. correctly, then you're doing things like mentoring. So what you just mentioned there is mentoring. So it's how do you mentor and co- coach people to do the yeah. best that they can be. So. Were you really good at, like, school? I was always good at science and maths. I enjoyed doing both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really enjoyed business studies as well. But I did that when I was older. I did that at A-level, not at GCSE. Do you, like, in your job, do you have to use a lot of, like, science and maths? Or is it just, like, not, you, you don't need to have to use... 
Today's video is going to be useless things we learn in school. There are things in school that are just pointless to learn. We should be learning how to pay taxes, investing our money. So I think, you know, the way education works is you build layer upon layer of understanding. So absolutely, all the things I did at school are really helpful to help you do what I do today. But to, to your question around what do I use more specifically, probably the biggest thing I use today are English and maths. Those are the two things that come up the most. quite helpful. Absolutely. But even the things around science, kind of having a broader understanding of how things work is super, super helpful. Yeah, so did you, with like, you know, like the pandemic and everything so like did you start a long like time ago did you first get into the work like years and years and years and yeah years ago or like just like during covid or something like that yeah so i've been working for more than 20 years now so i've been working okay. for a long time yeah. but things have changed during the yeah. pandemic mm -hmm. and i think the pandemic has made a bit harder yeah and better in some ways um, so harder yeah. and better yeah it's both. Mm -hmm. um, would you change your job if you could? don't think so. I really enjoy what I do. Um, I really like being able to make a positive difference to lots of different people. I really feel through some of the things that I've done both in this company and in mm -hmm. companies I've worked for before that, that, that we have. So if I can give you one example, mm -hmm. one of the things that we really focused on in my company is around employee safety. And that's the same in my in my last uh, job as well. So safety and employee well-being. So we've done loads and loads of things to try and make sure our employees go home from work safely. And we're also investing in things like mental health. So okay. to help people, again, cope with the situations yeah. they have in their, in their life. And I, I feel really proud that my company does mm -hmm. that. Um, I feel really proud of mine and my team's role in delivering that. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I, I really enjoy being able to do that. And yeah. I feel that in my job, we do make a positive difference. Yeah, so you feel safe and you feel like you can work this out. <laughs> and it's a lot, a lot yeah. of it's about giving people the skills. So I think mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the things we haven't talked about is mm -hmm. that if you can build the skills in people, then they can help resolve their own issues. Yeah. And that just doesn't help them in the job they have today, but that can help them in jobs in the future. Mm -hmm. And it can also help them in their personal life. So I feel if, if my job is being done correctly, it can have such a positive impact on people. And I think, I think that's very valuable. Yeah. And would you say your job helps people a lot or just a little bit? Or in the middle? I'm biased. Um, so I think it helps people a lot. Mm -hmm. um, again, I, if I think back through, yeah. you know, so many examples recently, mm -hmm. and we're doing some great training, for example, in my company yeah. at the moment, which okay. is all around coaching people, uh, for example. So when you're doing something like that, you're changing hundreds and hundreds of people's lives for the better by giving them new skills. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, I, I, I think it's great. I love it. <laughs> um, now for the main event. Oh, exciting. Sad question. <laughs> uh, what do you really do at work? Do they work? Work at home? Stay in your PJs? Sing 90s hits. 18 hits on one all new collection. Whatever. I think it's almost like you've been watching me. You know that that's what I'm doing, don't you? No. No, I don't really. Um, so it depends, right? No week is the same. 
Um, so lots of days are different. So maybe I can give you an example from last week what I was doing. So I drove to one of our factories and I spent some time with the team at the factory learning about what they're doing, learning about the challenges that they have. I walked around the factory and I helped identify some things that we could do better from a safety perspective. They gave me loads of great ideas about things we could be doing better as a company. And then I left. Then the next day, I went to another factory and had a similar type set of conversations. And then after doing those type of things for a few days, of course, you need to try and get into an office or you need to be able to work from home and distill the different ideas that you've been given by people. So that's one of the things, again, I really love, I really enjoy, is it's very, very rare that one person has all of the good ideas. I don't think it really happens, right? Yeah. So back to your questions earlier to me around kind of, you know, meeting people, speaking yeah. with new people. One of the things I really enjoy about my job is I get to meet new people and they get to give me new ideas that I can mm-hmm. then help take to make my organisation better yeah. and make us fitter for that marathon. Do you have like, you know, like there's this job, like pet corner or whatever. Like, you know, there are thousands of them. Is it a bit like your job or is it just like one of your job? Um, so we have across Europe about 30 different factories. So we've got lots of different places okay. making making things. So do you go all around like the I do, yeah. Europe to go and get to each one? I do. And we have about 3,200 people who work for our company. Um, and we take that responsibility very seriously. It's a yeah. very it's a very important responsibility. Um, but yeah, so it's um it's not really like a kind of you know the pets example you gave. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not a, we're not a retailer um, but but it is it is similar in, in the sense that we have lots of different places yeah for my job itself I'm the only one who does precisely what I do in my company mm-hmm. but there are lots of people who do very similar things uh, to, to what I do and to be honest many of them do it much better than I do <laughs> so I get the opportunity to learn from them too do so you know about the p- pandemic mm. did you have to work home like? Because of like the, um, just like COVID and all, everybody sort of had to. Yeah, I have. Know, so certainly at the very at start. Home, like you know, in like lockdown. Yeah, at the very start of lockdown, I spent most of my time at home. Um, probably for about six months, I I spent most of my time at home. Mm-hmm. But then after the lockdown started to calm down a bit, I was able to travel again. Um, but I think my first, so I, I normally would travel at least once or twice a month overseas. But so when, it wasn't that bad. Well, yeah. so so, but when COVID hit from the March oh, through yeah. to the September, I didn't travel at all, oh. and I travelled once in the first September, so that'd be twenty twenty. But I don't think I travelled again till probably about March or April the next year, previously or prior uh, to the uh, to the pandemic, where I'd be travelling twice a month. Uh, very very different after, where now I'm travelling generally once a month, once every two months. Yeah, so it was quite far away. Was it quite a surprise in March? In April, um, when you started like flight, or are you like normal because you do it all the time? Well, you don't do it all the time, but like you're used to it. So in a previous job, I've done lots and lots of travel. Uh, so I don't really miss having to go to airports yeah. because airports are not my idea of fun. Um, so I'm very happy that I don't have to do that as much anymore. Yeah. Um, so not not really. As, if it was a surprise, it's a pleasant one that I didn't, you know, not had to do as much of that. Yeah, where it's like not for work, it's for like going on. Being able to go on a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what I said earlier about meeting people. I think unless you're getting to meet people, you're not really learning. So that's mm-hmm. one of the things I I do worry about a little bit if we're not travelling. 
is you're not getting the opportunity to meet people and learn. About the airport, mm. just came to my mind. Do you hate anything about the airport where you missed a flight? Oh man, I've had some stories. So I used to live overseas. Mm -hmm. I used to live in a different country and it was a very long way away. It would take me about 14 hours to fly from the UK wow. to where I was so living. Was it like on the other side of the world? Yes, exactly. So I'd flown into, uh, into Europe for some business meeting and I had to change at Munich or Frankfurt or somewhere in Germany. <laughs> and the, uh, the plane um, that I was taking off from, I was in Milan, it got delayed. So when I arrived in Germany, my plane home had already left. So that was not very nice. So I had to try and work out what to do whilst Why I was at the airport. I was very sad because I've been away from my family for a long time. So I was so excited about getting home. So I'm not sure I was angry. I was more frustrated. Some take it well. Sorry, that's a no. Can't get you off. And some don't. No, really, you can't get on that floor. Oh, no! So I've had that happen to me two or three times now, and it's not very nice when it does. Yeah, it sounds a bit... But then on the other side, I get to go to places mm -hmm. like Milan and eat the most amazing food, see the most amazing people, so, you yeah. know, pretty lucky. Hmm. So, I think that's basically it, and just thank you for talking to me today. It's clear that you do a lot of inter interviews. Because that was really good. Thank you, that's very funny to say. So enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, and bye. Can I ask you a question before yes. we stop? Yeah. So you've done lots and lots yeah. of these interviews. Um, now obviously you can't you can't include this one because then I, I'd feel very embarrassed or very upset. Um, <laughs> but, but which one of these ones have you enjoyed doing the most? When you think about all the different ones you've all done over one, the last... All the ones. Over the last past two years, honestly. Um, Joe Lysip. And why was that? But just because it was, like, really funny. But at the same time, I sort of felt... Just enjoyed it, in a way. I just enjoyed it. I just met Joe Lysip. And I was just sitting... And I was like... Yeah, he's a cool. He's yeah. very funny, isn't he? Yeah, he's very just, clever. Like in any normally you interview, you'd never seen the person. With Joe Lysa, I've seen it on like TV in a way. Like for example, I've never seen me on TV. I've never seen anyone on TV except for Joe Lysa, who I've talked to. So I was quite surprised. Uh, so yeah, I think mainly that's why. That's really cool. And I think he's very cool because he does lots of important work and raises lots of uh, issues and makes yeah. them very visible. So that's very cool. Mm -hmm. Very lucky. Thank, Thank you so much you. for interviewing me. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye.